Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we're here with the word of the Lord to help encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I certainly do count it a blessing. And once again, an honor to be here with all of you on this episode number 93 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we're back with a general audience's post. And this has to do with offending and disobedience. Yes. So go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with repeat offenders. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. I'd like to establish protocol by just saying to my longtime listeners, Thank you so much. God bless you. And I appreciate you for hanging on in here with me. And if you happen to be a first time listener, I want to say thank you so much. God bless you. Appreciate and love you for spending some time here at BlankCouragesYou.com. And before you go, I would love for us to make this relationship permanent so you can become part of the official BCU family by just clicking subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast or if you happen to be looking at the highlighted show notes. So find that subscribe button, click, and you are in. If you can't find it where you are, just head on over to blendcouragesyou.com. You'll see it right on the page and you will be part of the family uh, forever and ever and ever. Amen. (laughs) All right. So let's get into our subject matter, BCU family and What's going to happen is the recording is going to sound a little bit different because uh, from time to time, as I am running around in between errands or, you know, a thought pops into my mind where I feel like it would be a blessing to share it with you, uh, BCU family, I will pop it onto my recorder and then get it into the podcast format. So just as a synopsis to give you a backdrop of what you're going to hear It's just um, some thoughts that the Lord gave me around offenses and how it's really rooted. If you're a repeat offender, how it's really rooted in sin and disobedience. And it really does not have the the, have a place in the life of a believer. And um, we really need to talk to the Lord about those areas. So let me go ahead and play this recording, have you to hear this prayerfully And then I'll come back at the end and we'll talk. Here we go. Hey there, BCU family. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So for those of you that are familiar with uh, the normal format, I'm typically, uh, quote unquote, in studio. And uh, from time to time, when things come across my mind and I have a recorder with me, I'll record that and then transfer it over to the podcast. So um, I'm while the sound is a little bit different, I'm prayerful that the message is still going to be a blessing and that you will receive it. So a little while back, I concluded a study, uh, glory to God for it, on 
Taming the Tongue. Uh, it was under hashtag speech therapy. We did that study on Thursday nights on Periscope. And it really opened our eyes to what we do in terms of speech and how it can offend people and how we can also offend. Um, the book of Matthew reminds us that offenses will come. And what Jesus was saying there is that there's just no way, BCU family, that we can make it through this life without someone offending us. That's just the way that it is, that someone's going to offend us. This flesh is designed to fail. And if we're not walking in the spirit all the time, or if we're dealing with people who are not spirit-filled, Holy Ghost-filled, um, one way or the other, we're going to be offended. Now, that doesn't mean that we should go around practicing offending people. The deal is that we're going to be offended. So we're going to need to know how to deal properly with those offenses so that God is still glorified. All right, so we just can't go off and get all hulk on folks. We have to learn how to deal with those offenses. That's number one. So while we're walking around saying, yeah, so-and-so offended me, so-and-so offended me, or they did this to me, we also have to look at what we do. Amen, because sometimes we're the ones who bring the offenses. And James chapter 3 lets us to know that in many things, we offend all. So there be things that we will say or do or ways that we act or react that offend people. Amen. And we have to be in a place, BCU family, with the help of God to be prepared to apologize to repent, to make amends, and to take the necessary steps through prayer, fasting, whatever the Lord prescribes to make the offense right, to make the person whole again as much as possible. So that's our job as people of God. So we're going to be offended. We've got to respond the way that the scriptures say, and we will offend people, and we still have to respond in the way that the scriptures say, and that's got to be in love. Now, love does not mean that I can't correct you or that I can't tell you that you hurt my feelings or that there isn't a punishment, especially if there's, you know, a child involved and we have to take away a privilege or whatever the case may be. Love doesn't mean allowing the person to continue doing what they're doing or that we don't speak up about it. It's how we do it, the spirit in which it's done. That's the difference. And that's a whole other podcast that, you know, perhaps we'll cover her uh, in podcasts coming up in the future. So that's one thing. What I really wanted to talk about is something that one of my uh, sisters in the Lord brought up in a conversation we were having about offending and how not only do we offend in what we say, that disobedience is an offense as well. So we were talking about a particular situation and how in the situation that there's a tendency to continue being a repeat offender. And I don't know if it's just forgetting or if it's purposeful and that's, that's not really what the purpose of the podcast thought is about. It's the fact that it's a practiced offense or it can be a practice offense and how disobedience is offensive not only to 
let's just say your boss, your manager, your parents, or whoever has rule over you, if you will. Not only is it offensive to to the person in charge and the people around you who are actually doing what they're supposed to do. All right, so that's two. It's offensive to God. Yes, it's offensive to God. And yes, God is merciful. And yes, God has grace for us. And yes, he loves us. And yes, he understands that we're framed. Our frame is dust. He understands that. He also knows that he went, Jesus went to the cross for us. And he, he, he endured a painful, painful death for doing nothing to take away all of our sins. And when he rose again, and for those of us that have repented and that were baptized in Jesus' name and filled with his Holy Spirit, he gives us the power. He gives us the power to live and walk correctly. Amen? And listen, BCU family, it's not that we won't mess up. I'm not saying that we walk a, a, a line and we never do anything incorrectly. Because, yes, we live in this world and we mess up from time to time. That happens. What I'm speaking about is practiced, habitual, intentional disobedience. Especially when you know better. The book of James says that if we know to do something and we don't do it, it is sin. And sin is in direct disobedience. It's direct disobedience to what God says. So what we want to do, BCU family, the point of this podcast message um, that the Lord just put on my heart. And when I say this, I say this to me first. All right. To me first is that we want to, with the light of God's word, through prayer, through Bible study, through the preached word from your pastor and, you know, other areas that you may get a word of the Lord from. Let's examine ourselves and look for areas of practiced disobedience. And let's examine, you know, why are we disobedient in such and such area? Why is it that, you know, mom or dad or pastor or your boss or your friend or your wife or your husband, significant other, why is it that they have to tell us something over and over and over and over and over and over again? Why is that? What is it that's going on in our hearts that we don't want to comply with what it is that we're supposed to do? And not just just in the flesh, even with God, even with God. And there was a season in my life where I just, you know, didn't hear. And, and in some areas, I don't know that I wanted to hear. I just wasn't ready to give it over to the Lord yet, whatever it was that I was struggling with. So um, we really want to take the time, BCU family, while we have time to examine our hearts and minds, our motives, the things we do and don't do. And if we see any, any speck of practiced disobedience that we want to repent, 
that we want to ask God to take it out from the root and with his grace and mercy make the choice to do what he wants to do or he wants us to do rather so that we're pleasing to him we've got to think about we've got an eternity to go uh, BCU family our lives here on earth are so short and we've got an eternity to go and we want to be sure um, right now that we're preparing for where we're going to spend eternity and that there is nothing on this earth there is no disobedience on this earth or any place else for that matter worth holding on to that's going to keep us or that we will want to be kept from the kingdom of God think about that because once we leave out of here, once our eyes close in death or the Lord comes, you know, for those that he's raptured and the rest of us are left here, the rest of folks, I ain't going to say us because I don't plan to be in that number. Um, if we're left behind, if the rapture comes and we're not able to endure what goes on down here when the Lord takes his spirit out of the earth. And, and trust me, it's going to be a lot tougher than we think it is. The enemy wants to fool us into thinking, well, if you miss the rapture, you know, you've got a second chance. And while you will have a second chance, there's not the support. You know, there's no church. There's no church to run to. There's no God. You know, God, his spirit is gone. So you're just going to rely on what, what you've been told and the word that's in your heart. That's all you got. And the way that the book of Revelation and theologians have laid this out is, is that, you know, there are going to be certain situations and things where you're going to have to bow down to this beast in order to be able to get food and drink and to get health care and move around. And let me tell you something, you get hungry enough or sick enough or cold enough or whatever it is, you're going to want to give in to um, the powers that be down here and that second chance is now gone. So I, I just, I, all I know is BCU family is that like the older folks used to say, I want to go home on the morning train. Okay, and what that means is, is that if the Lord comes to rapture us up, I'm trying to be up out of here when he comes the first time. I don't want to be left behind and I certainly don't want to close my eyes in death. All right, and have to stand before God and have done all of these things and have held on to something that I really should have let go years ago for the Lord to say, depart from me, I never knew you. So this is a sobering message. It's encouraging because we're here to hear it and we can make amends now. And it's also sobering and a call to action that, again, with the help of God, we want to stop practicing being disobedient and offending those who put rules and order in place. Amen? Amen. So there you have it, BCU family. I tell you, when I got done talking to my friend and started to really meditate on our conversation, this subject just, just really pricked my heart. It pricked my heart, and it's really... It's, it's disheartening when you think about it, um, whether it's yourself or someone that you love, or even if it's just a stranger, how they refuse to do something or to stop doing something um, for whatever reason they feel is right in their hearts when it is the right thing to do. And, you know, I just, again, equate this to, you know, our pastors or perhaps, you know, um, I don't know how many young folks we have in the audience and I was one of those people 
I call myself an older young person now, but you know, I was that young person that didn't always want to listen and, you know, did what I wanted to do and wanted to do it my way. And when we get caught up in that pattern, you know, we don't realize how destructive doing things our way can be. You know, in the book of first Samuel chapter 15, you know, Samuel says to Saul that to obey, to obey is better than to sacrifice. And what can happen to us BCU family is that we've got our quote unquote pride that we're holding on to and principles that we're holding on to. And if they are in direct contradiction to the word of God, I know pride is. And sometimes we have to examine these principles that we're holding on to. And if they are in direct violation, we just need to give on in and do what it is that the person is asking us to do. And above all of that, if the Lord is asking us to start something or to stop something, we really need to heed his voice. Again, BCU family, we've got to think about eternity and what we do now determines where we live later. So let's get on it today. Let's not delay and uh, examine our hearts and minds for anything that is willful disobedience and repeat offending. And with God's grace, let's stop doing that. So BCU family, it seems that I have been doing all of the talking in this conversation and I would love to turn the mic over to all of you. So my questions are, what do you think about repeat offending and it being very closely linked or steeped in disobedience? If you're so inclined, what are some areas that you are holding on to that are contrary to the word of God and why are you holding on to it? Is there a reason behind that that you are aware of? So whatever thoughts, questions, comments, or feedback that you have, I'd love to see that. So go ahead and scroll on down to the comments section wherever you are listening to or reading this post. And let's continue our conversation. Well, BCU family, it is almost time for us to wrap up the podcast. Before I do that, let me just say thank you all so much for tuning in. Definitely do appreciate you for that. And once again, I'd like to extend an invitation to anyone who has not become an official part of the BCU family. All you have to do is subscribe. That's it. And that gets you in. So you can subscribe over on Stitcher Radio iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or on BlendCouragesYou.com. Additionally, join us on The Daily. See what we're up to day to day. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. And additionally, we are now on YouTube with the Word of the Week, and you'll find that every Tuesday morning. All right, BCU family, we're going to go ahead and bring this podcast in for a landing. Once again, we thank God for you for tuning in and Lord will until the next time we are together. May our God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, give you peace and bless you in your endeavor to not be a repeat offender as you stay on the walk.